Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. I love a good ghost story. In fact, my quote-unquote day job is leading ghost tours around Greenwich Village. Get in touch if you're interested in learning more. And on this episode of the podcast, a new ghost tale from Marina and Nico, innovatively lit primarily by us in the audience. You've heard Marina and Nico on the podcast before with their shows Murder and Room 4, both of which were hysterical. And while their new show Unpacking, currently running at Here Art Center, is also quite funny, it's definitely a bit different, in my estimation, for the duo. I spoke with them about it after a recent performance, and we joined this conversation in the midst of discussing how to deal when things go wrong on stage. Take a listen. Oh, your people seem to come from comedy, so everybody knows how to deal with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't is... shy away from the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Grab right. them and shake them. Yeah. It's really it's true. It's really great. There's they're a really good 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 scrappy bunch. Well, that's what, that's what makes, I don't know, I say this all the time, so it makes theater theater. That's why it's a yeah. blast to watch. Yeah. I like when things people kick over candles It's fun. Own it. It's yeah. true. So welcome back to, wait, this is only your second? This is our third time, wait, third, I think. Yeah, because Murder right. was number Murder. one, Murder. Room four is number two, this I is number was, three. Yeah, yeah, nice. I, was, I was blanking on We're like that. vets. Yeah, two <laughs> more and we get one of those like five-timers jackets, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I really should like come up with some sort of like at least go see a show hat trick in. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. We have the, wait, writers mm-hmm. and director, correct? Yeah. Yes. All right, yeah. so director... Hi, I'm Nico uh, Nicolo Aid, and fellow writer slash the other half of Marina. And Nico, <laughs> uh, I am Marina Templesman, and together we are Marina, Marina and, and Nico. Nico. Huh. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope there's like a sound effect. Captain Planet just flew out of our mouths collectively. <laughs> That's what it's, a shame, a it's, a, it's a shame. It's a podcast. He's now seated at the table with wow. us. Wow. Hello, yeah. hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. First question is for Captain Planet. Oh, um, yeah. What are you going to do about the Trump administration? Uh, the power oh. is yours. <laughs> that would be the most disconcerting answer. Wow, he just, he just flew away. But it, <laughs> really shirked sure responsibility there. Whoa, I, uh, it wow. was It was kind of the right answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Captain yeah. Planet just moonwalked right out here. Straight up moonwalked. I love it. Um, so the show this time is Unpacking, and uh, with a, a very um, kind of simple... Uh, Design conceit uh, yeah. that if you if you've heard about the show you you probably know about. But uh, before we get into that, I want to know what the what the thought was like. Where did this show come from for Marina and Nico? Um, yeah, this is uh, seems like a more personal show than yeah uh, the past shows I've seen from you guys. Yeah, I, I feels uh, yeah. So it came. I guess there were two things. I think there was the conceit of the lighting a show with flashlights, if you're excited about, and we th- wanted to like. Did you uh, start there? It was like I think boom. Let's do this thing. <laughs> what is it about? Yeah, so it was thinking about just what would be kind of an interesting, like, very specifically live experience is just something we've always had, like, bouncing around yeah. in our heads. Like, it's something from with sketch or their sketch background and everything. It's like, okay, why does it matter that it's live? Like, it, you could film a thing or it could be live. Like, let's make it important that it's live. Yeah. And so the idea of doing something lit by flashlights had kind of stuck in our heads and seemed interesting, but without a concept that actually, like, matches it it would just be a gimmick so it was sort of that idea was floating around and then it was a question of like okay like eventually there's going to be an idea that will really make sense of that and like that will actually or that will kind of like lift up that 
logistical gimmick, kind of. Yeah, I think um, I think the first this was we started writing this with the six month residency we had. We were trying to write a play a month, and I think the first scene was the 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 scene in which Anthony sees his ex girlfriend's ghost for the first time, and that felt like an appropriate ghosty thing or a story told by ghost uh, flashlight feel particularly like a, a spooky story and so I think that's where that initially came from and then it then it grew from there mm-hmm. yeah was it uh, was is Tomeskin uh, the actor to start or? yeah Tomeskin this is actually how this plays how we met Tomeskin which no is way. really exciting yeah, yeah it was the, the first play we did story. the origin story who you might have heard on uh, the room four podcast yes yes yeah she he's a great actor and we've worked with him a bunch of times and he's really talented and amazing and so I was happy that he came back for this. So the show started at the pit, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're right here. Mm-hmm. Um, what what was the journey like to bring this? Has it changed? What have y'all done with the show? And why why bring it back? I guess like what was the? Uh, I guess so. I guess I, it felt good to. I liked we liked the play, <laughs> and we wanted to give it more life. I think we also wanted to do it in a space. So we often perform in comedy theaters. You've seen us at the pit a number of times. And I think we wanted a place where we could do more design stuff, do more with lighting, both in terms of the flashlights, but also just like there's like a kind of a kind of it's beautifully lit by Katie Cachetti. Uh, it's in the opening and, and closing. And we wanted to just be in a space more. I think oftentimes when we've worked, which has been great, we worked quickly in the doing comedy shows, but we wanted a place where the play could like live for a bit. And got especially a light plot. And, yeah. yeah. Got a limited and light plot. And okay. then uh, in addition to like the actual lighting of it too, like being able to actually have a set that we right. could like live with. So we had the amazing Allie Spears, our uh, set designer, um, who did just a fantastic job <laughs> of making the space like dynamic and interesting and creating spaces that ghosts can kind of come out of or like tuck things away into. Right. And it was just exciting to be able to have it, even though it's about unpacking and like the set is about people who are in transition in their lives, like being able to actually have a more established set, I think really adds to this production versus a comedy theater where it's like lights out, like, okay, there's a show that's like lined up outside. <laughs> yeah. right? We're on the set right now. We don't have to get kicked out of the basement in here. Thank yeah. goodness. Talk to me about the other design element that I was really intrigued by, which is uh, the live music. Where would, where did that come from? Oh, I think this is, well, so I guess murder was maybe the first thing we did with live music. And ever since we did murder, I, I guess I, I think everything should have live music now. <laughs> Amen. I love live sound. Yeah, I, I think, um, so I think like, yeah, so I think I like putting music in everything if possible. If a person can like sing or you can put music in something, it looks and feels great. And especially because we have Jeff Solomon on piano, who's a real talented uh, musician. Um, but I think also, I think so much of uh, thinking about, a lot of this is about ghosts and exts and mm-hmm. uh, people in the past and breakup songs follow quickly from that. And I think imagining like, your the ex people in your life sadly singing songs <laughs> feels yeah. like both a daydream and something I'd wanna you know right it's kind feel. of like the odd way that memories kind of live across the senses right and right. with Jeff Solomon is an amazing musician and Emily Mathwick is such a beautiful singer so right. it just is really I don't know it's just it's they can. It wouldn't really have worked or meant anything if we had like two rotten musicians trying to keep up. But they're just they they're I don't know they play and sing so beautifully that it really does feel like the I don't know the, like the the nostalgia and hindsight yeah. that you know you, you lose to look back to look back on on your memories I guess. Yeah, there's um S J Sun who plays Melissa the, the lead lady uh, sees her ex boyfriend and the ex boyfriend. Uh, 
says, you played him our song. And she goes, oh, it's my song that I can play with whoever I want. And I think there's something about sometimes like memories get frozen in music or something with senses yeah. like that. And so I think that's why it's kind of important. But right. I think it's also just like music is great. It's yeah. really the short answer. <laughs> the music is actually as ephemeral as like our claim to a person in our past. Is, yeah. you know? <laughs> I want to press you guys on something I said earlier, which is that this is the most personal play that I've seen from you guys. Um, you know, Murder was just a riot and a real like fun riff on uh, like detective slash mystery radio plays. Room 4 was brilliant, incisive social commentary and funny as shit. And now the, you have a relationship story. And now, and this is maybe I just don't have enough depth of the body mm-hmm. of work of Marina and Nico, but I feel like this is a, a different sort of thing for you guys, at least according to my perception of Marina and Nico. How was, is, was that a conscious choice to try something that was maybe pushing, well, it is very funny as well, as would be expected coming from you too. Um, it, it, was this a conscious choice to kind of push against the whole like we're a comedy duo yeah. thing or was it like that's just the story that came out and this I, is where we went I would think it's probably just that's the way the story came out I think we often do kind of sometimes melancholy things <laughs> I think this is probably our longest production that's maybe more melancholy than others in some way but I think I always like that feeling and I like still insisting that it's a comedy <laughs> even oh, when you're sad it, yeah, it yeah. definitely is but right. it, it's uh, again it's probably just my limit I need to see yeah. All no, this is jams and, and no, but I think we definitely wanted to play with it. I think uh, I like the idea. Well, I mean, yeah, I like the idea of like trying to be sad, and I think comedy sometimes funnier because of it a little bit, or melancholy, or is the word I often like. Um, but it often feels like okay. So I think sometimes what's interesting as a director is like what you can do to an audience in a given moment, and it feels often with like comedy, you know what to do. Do you know what I mean? You have to like there's like rhythms that you do, and it makes people laugh. But I also like the idea of playing with. Like, oh, how do you make someone sad very quickly? Yeah, <laughs> and then how you, like, pull them back out. And it still, it feels different, but it also feels somewhat similar in the sense that, like, it's still about these rhythms that you play with and, like, yeah. moves you can get to. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think, it, it, I think that also just given, like, what this story is about, like, it can't not be a little, like, scary and sad. You know, like, yeah. you're figuring out your new foundation for your life and who you are and what your kind of, your new starting point is, I guess. Right. And so there's... Yeah, so I think it, it has to be a little bit haunting for, yeah. for that story to actually land. Yeah, I think also, I guess when I was writing it, I had never lived with a partner and uh, still uh, have not yet, but uh, moving in with a girlfriend uh, shortly after this play wraps up. <laughs> oh, has she seen it? Yeah, she, so she saw it a couple times and I gave it to her to read before she saw it so she could, uh, <laughs> she could get her feelings out <laughs> about it. But I think it was part of it is like reflecting on what I think a future relationship is what what it is you know what i mean and it's like projecting into uh why one is scared of relationships or like why uh why it feels scary i think it's a feeling that's coming about now uh and i think everyone's moving in together and i think that's on the menu and uh everyone's getting married and having babies and it, yeah. it feels like oh, both you like you guys are at that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just you just aged you you just like everybody knows how old you are now yeah, right right yeah it's very <laughs> obvious whatever <laughs> you're thinking is true <laughs> 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 yeah. and so i think there's something both in the fact of like looking back at ghosts or like uh, previous relationships that seem worlds away now but also then imagining a future and that also has something like a, a future haunting or something like that Brilliant. Um, so the last thing that I want to ask about is the whole, uh, I love the, the lighting conceit. It's really fun. I had a flashlight right next to me, which I used 
sparingly. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't use it very much. I huh. really liked the shadows. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like when I had. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was much. I I don't know. I think that's probably part of what's going on here, right? Is you you give us that freedom mm-hmm. it can be as dark or as light as we want. But um, what what have the reactions been like from the audience? Have you had? Uh, I always love asking this question. <laughs> yeah. Whenever yeah. you give an audience the chance to perform, I always love to ask. How are the actors? Right. <laughs> well, I think this performance in particular was a little interesting because the lots of people didn't turn on the flashlights immediately, <laughs> right. it and like, it freaked me out a little bit. Well, I saw somebody turn one on like too early, and I was like, "What are you doing? We can have darkness." It's yeah. like it's those people who think you can't have silence in a conversation. Come yeah. on! Yeah, <laughs> it's really it is really interesting because um, I think that I think people psych themselves out. Maybe this time they like turned them on a little early, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, now I'm just gonna sit in the pitch black." And it was like, "Oh." <laughs> Oh no! I like almost grabbed an emergency flashlight from the booth. and Was just like, I don't think we can let our actors wander around in pitch black. <laughs> um, but um, but it worked out. I think eventually people kind of like clicked it on. And as soon as one person did it, they the others followed. And I think that honestly, one of my favorite things in this play is like that like clicking sound that slowly comes up. You get like one person, and it's like click 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 click. click. Yeah. <laughs> and then like as people are kind of experimenting it and finding it and like making public the things that they choose, they're choosing to look at, right? Because that is a very interesting part of this. Is yeah. like what when do you choose to turn it on? Mm-hmm. I, it almost I don't know. It was really mm-hmm. interesting. I'm I'm lighting designing this thing as a member of the audience. Yeah. yeah. Really curious. It's interesting too because you see like there are definitely some points where you, you see people who are like, I will not be surprised. I'm going to like keep an eye out for any ghosts that might pop out, you know, and they're kind of like wandering around. And then there are people who are just like, no, like I want to see like exactly the person who's talking, when they're talking, when yeah. they move, I'll have to go to the next person who's talking. So it's, it's just interesting. I think there are different personalities with right. the flashlights that come out and it's really, and that it's, it's, it's special. I mean, it, it, this is a very uh, literal answer to like, why is this live, right? But it, <laughs> right. but it, I think it checks out really beautifully. Like it's really fun and interesting to see kind of the collective personality of an audience having such a direct impact on what you're seeing on the stage. Yeah, yeah. I think there's both. Yeah, as you said, there's both like equitable people who like right. show the lights on people all the time, but you also see like the the right. wayward, the ones. And yeah. it's both. Yeah, because like actors will talk pretty freely about like, oh yeah, like that night felt like you know not not in general, not referring to the specific show, but just like, oh yeah, the, the audience felt this this night or the audience felt like a little off this night or the audience felt like the audience was so on board tonight. And now it's so interesting to... You can actually see a to, physical yeah, manifestation like, of that. Uh, exactly. It's like a real manifestation of like, yes, the audience is going to be different every night and some people will be like a little more proactive and some will be like a little shyer or lazier or whatever it is, you know, and it's it's cool that we, there's this manifestation of it. Um, I just like shadows. Like, I don't yeah. want to turn it off. I like the shadows. Yeah. Shadows are great. Beautiful. They <laughs> Having, really are beautiful. You know, the, the audience on two sides, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, this, this looks really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and just because of the way the stage is set up, like there's always like some corners that are going to be a little darker than others but every now and then there's a funny moment where I'm like oh it's a little dark over there and then suddenly three flashlights will flick on and it's yeah. like oh they wanted it to be dark okay <laughs> that's fine you know okay it's cool yeah. Um, so yeah people are I think it's just the audience gets to make some interesting choices individually and collectively and that's really delightful to see well it's really fun and delightful work to watch so, uh, so much. we are at here the show is unpacking and uh, how long do y'all run? Uh, it's from uh, well, it's now July 27th, but we go through August 13th, and we're Wednesdays through Sundays. Uh, Wednesday through Saturday, we're in the evening at seven, and there are Sunday matinees at two. And it's Marina and Nico, two C's. Yes, yes. Marina and Nico, two C's. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Dot com, and on all relevant social media, 
like Friendster and MySpace. And oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, no. No, no. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. And it's always Marina and Nico, right? And it's always Marina and Nico. Live journal. <laughs> A couple Zanga posts Zanga. from 2003. Follow our blog yeah. spots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you both so much. Thank well, you thank so you much. so much. Thank you. Thank you, Marina and Nico, for coming back on the podcast. You can catch Unpacking at Here Art Center, 145 6th Avenue in Manhattan through August 13th, 2017. Head to marinaandnico.com, and that is M-A-R-I-N-A-A-N-D-N-I-C-C-O.com for a link to tickets and more information. A reminder that you, yes, you, podcast listener, should be a member of the League of Independent Theater because you probably care about issues important to indie theater artists in New York like affordability, sustainability, and quite simply, the ability to just make our work here in New York. LIT is the organization advocating on our behalf. So head to litny.org to join and to find out more about how to get involved. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Excellent. Thank you. Yay. Oh thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I'm such a delight to chat with about the show. Yeah. Thank you.